right, mic check. It's the incredible, the lyrical. You can't be me like Nisi. To see me is gonna take a miracle. I'm dropping MCs, hysterical with a touch of this twister, stylistic mixture. What I create pulsates. There is no escape. Annihilate your mental mind state. Boom. Classic corrupt. Hello, America. Hello, world. Hello, you. It is your new best friend, Cashmere, California. And this is the Pod is Good podcast, a.k.a. the Notorious P.I.G. Episode 41. Pod is good. And all the time. If you know, you know. If you don't, keep listening. You will learn today. I got one of my new homies in the building. He's a fighter. Really cool dude. Let me just start there. Just cool dude. Overall, you know, some people you meet and you're just like, they just got a vibe. And so we met recently. Uh, he's a boxer. He's ex-military and he has an incredible story. He's a winner. I can tell you that just from hearing a little bit of his life story. He's a winner. And so today... We're going to have a really good conversation. Uh, hope y'all are ready. Let's get it going. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Christian to the podcast. What's going on, Christian? Going good. How about yourself, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Glad to glad to see you. Thanks for taking some time out to hang with us for a minute. Yep. yep. And I know you got a. I'm saying thank you specifically because I know you got a, a fight coming up. So you're supposed to be, you know, in the gym getting ready. You know, what I'm saying, you know, watching tape or something. But you know, you took a moment out for us. Tell us about uh, your fight you got coming up soon. Um, uh, November fourth is. Uh, it's gonna probably be it. It's going to dictate either a start of a new beginning or probably just, you know, right off into the sunset. So, okay. I mean, as, as much as I don't want to, I mean, my family comes first, you know, yeah. God first. And, and you know, obviously, you know, you know, I'm working two jobs, assisting veterans that I served alongside with, past and present. Nice. And, um, you know, just trying to establish a uh, long-term career here, here in this world nowadays. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah man, I get it. As a... As a, the, a man of, of the household, sometimes we got to just do what we got to do. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, definitely. <laughs> I already know how to go. Uh, what yeah. weight class do you fight in? Uh, usually, back then I used to fight at 130, 135. Now I'm fighting at 147, 150. So it's a, a okay. light welterweight. So. Light welterweight. And um, I saw you, the, the flyer you sent me. I don't know if that's the one coming up when I was an old flyer. Mm -hmm. But it was... Um, um, Uriah Faber's um, yeah. card or league. Yeah. Well, I started off in uh, as an MMA fighter fighting in the cage, yeah. you know, and um, it just it was incons an inconsistent career because of uh, military deployments. But uh, you know, I'm over here trying to do a hundred things all at once at a hundred miles an hour. You know, so, so right. You, yeah, trying to be a, a professional MMA fighter and still being enlisted in the military that's a lot bro oh yeah that's a yeah, lot that's like that's a lot mentally emotionally everything physically yeah. obviously uh-huh um you know not so physically honestly like you know what hmm. you it, it, it's it's a lot of mental and uh you know what you if you have the good support of a uh, good family and good people around you you know you, yeah. you can 
you can go a long ways depending on how you take take it whatever criticism they or feedback they give you you know you want to make everything positive so that's a lot you put a lot uh on your shoulders at at one time you know some people might be like let me get done with this military situation and yeah. then i'll start working on this but you kind of did it all what what do you feel made you want to uh, pursue both of those things simultaneously? Uh, you know what? I think it started with my mom asking if I had a death wish because I was doing, you know, a lot of crazy things, especially I, I, at one point I was a, I was a forestry firefighter as well, you know, so, oh. but I was doing, I was doing it all, um, literally doing it all. So it was just over here, you know, fighting fires during the, the fire seasons when, um, you know, how California gets with, with these bad fires. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, training for these fights. Um, and then after uh, deploying, I, I went into the reserve side of things and I was still serving the military on the reserve side, reserve component, but still, you know, taking task missions, whether it was in the States or whether it was out of the country. So that, that was just, it was just a lot. Dude, you, you fighting everything. You fighting terrorists, <laughs> you fighting fires, you fighting opponents. You just, just a fighter all the way around. <laughs> I mean, you know what? We're we're all here for a purpose, you know. I, yeah. I I mean, I try to go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Um, my relationship with God isn't where it needs to be or where I want it to be, but you know that door is still open. You know, it's uh, you know, it's 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 always open. You know, we we all come up short every single day. We come up short, but you know what? Um, I believe in that that one percent. You you look yourself in the mirror every day. You know, like I was I was just tired every morning waking up. You know. I, at times I would feel disgusted with myself, you know, with, with the, with the stuff that I do. And, and I, I try to pursue, you know, sometimes I'm not satisfied and I'm, I look at myself and I'm like, damn, all this, this de- depression, this anxiety, um, wow. whatever, whatever, you know, life throws at you, you know what I've, I've been there. I've hit rock bottom. You know, I've learned mm-hmm. to appreciate almost every little thing, you know, especially mm-hmm. seeing things in uh, other foreign countries. Along with yeah. um, just uh, you know, all the homeless people that man, is there a lot of homeless people out here? But you know, you're you're just very thankful that you know you're in a position to where you can actually still you know develop a structure and and you know build yourself from that. So um, yeah. other people, you know, they just fold up and and give up. But you know, the minute you fold up and you give up, you know, somebody else is winning, and usually that's that, that's the devil. So. Man, bro, that was whoa. That was that was big. That was big. The the fact that you even said, I mean, I just give you so much credit because uh, it's very hard for a lot of us to to not only admit it to ourselves but be willing to say it out loud to say my relationship with God ain't where I want it to be. You know what I mean? Like that's a huge statement. But recognizing yeah. that it's always there, doors open. But to to say like I know it ain't, but I'm working on it. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, it's uh, it's crazy how like like, you know, coming back. Um, obviously, I had to adapt to society, adapt to people. You know, especially here in California. You know, it's yeah. it's different. You know, I've been I've been stationed in different countries, different cities, and you know what you see a different type of you feel the different type of vibe. Like mm-hmm. you know, when I was in um, Fort Leavenworth, uh, Kansas City. You know, in the South, everybody's yeah. so polite. Everybody say good morning. Everybody holding the yeah. door for you, or, or just acknowledging you in in any yeah. little way or uh, any way possible they can. 
where you come to California, you know, people are brushing off your shoulders. Just people are just being stuck up, and you know, you try to just mind your own. Um, I'm not saying you know California is bad, but you know what? If if anybody you know is stuck here in California or and gets gets to see another city or another state uh, on, on on the opposite side of of this nation, you yeah. know, you'll get to feel a whole different vibe. You know, that's and, true. And a lot of life experiences, you know, what you you get to you get to see in uh, a lot of things. But like I tell, uh, obviously, you know, you met me as a at Home Depot being a manager, me doing a million things. Yeah, um, yeah that's you know, it's, uh, working it's, hard. Uh, um, <laughs> not hard, not hard enough. You know, your associates be like, oh, all you do is stand around all day. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, if I stay in one spot, I can't follow up on any anybody else. And at that day, I had like what three different contractors in the building, my associates and, and the only one running the store, you know, and, and being in charge of a multi, multi-billion dollar store right. company. Yeah. You know, it's uh, a lot of people say, oh, you just work at Home Depot. Okay. Well, that's what you think. All, all, you're entitled to your own opinion. Right. But what do you know that I do at Home Depot? Exactly. And, and you know what? I'm very, very blessed to even have a job, you know, when, well, now that I have two, two, three jobs, fighting, fighting's another job. People, <laughs> say it doesn't count but it's trust me you take you take a beating as you can see on my face right here <laughs> it was it was worse it was worse a few days ago my body's i i felt like i got hit by a train wow um, wow but you know it's uh you know the reason why I, everybody asks why do you have two jobs i mean you know what sometimes i can't even answer that question but there are mm. people that don't even have a job yeah. you know so i'm just trying to live up to everything that i can if i'm fully capable of it if I'm fully capable of something, I'm going to do it, and I'm not going to give up. You know, I've uh, yeah. I've gave up my myself numerous times when you know in in my past, mm-hmm. and at those times I wish I, I never did. But you know what? I look back now and I'm like, damn. You know what? It's good to look back to see how far I've came. You know, that's the only yeah. time I look back. I don't look back. I don't regret anything. You know, whether it was a ex girlfriend or it was a, a, something that you you did, and you know you got caught up with the law or yeah just some you know, dumb choice yeah some dumb choice you know you uh it's a good experience because now you know you you live and you learn yeah. you know and and it's uh i'm i don't take nothing for granted i used to take everything everything for granted i used but you know there's a you never want to take advantage of of certain things but do take advantage take advantage of an opportunity that there you mm. know every single day we we get to wake up every morning you know, when there's that person that's lying in the hospital bed right right this very second, I see you wishing that they were in our positions right now. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I tell my associates each and every single day, like, you know what, if, if this isn't the career field, I get it. You know, you guys just work retail. If this is not the career career field you guys choose to do, whether it's it's uh, my associates or just somebody out there just working a, a, a low-end job, yeah. you know, you know, just – Take something from other people, learn something from other people, you know, expand, you know, just don't be stuck on, on one objective. You yeah. know, like me, I'm over here trying to like, like you said, I'm over here trying to fight everything. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a, it, it's an opportunity that's there, you know, it's a, it entails that, you, you know, 9-11 came up and uh, my cousin posted, uh, he, I guess there was memories on, on his, uh, on his Facebook or whatever it was. And he's like, ever since 9-11, you realize that you were a firefighter at one point 
and joined the military. So you got to you got to do both of those he- heroism things that yeah. happened on that day. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, you know, I'm like, it, it just huge. it shows that somebody else, you know, acknowledges you. Huge, um, man. And at the end of the day, like it's it's not all about me. You know, and a lot of people ask me, you know, like I got five beautiful kids. Yeah, I know it's five that may be running around, but you know, it's uh they they they, they come first before everything. Um right. that's why you got all them jobs. Now nah, I get it. Yeah, to be real with you, I'd rather work because these kids sometimes it's a different world now, you know. They yeah. they know different technologies changed. You know, yeah, they're, they're over here. I mean they, they, you know what? I remember my mom telling me and my grandma saying, "The way you treat us is the way your kids are going to treat you." Oh, wisdom, you know. And uh, they weren't wrong. <laughs> they weren't wrong. But, and right. Not all my kids do that, but they weren't wrong. You know, yeah. I got my, I got my, uh, I, it's my youngest, not not my youngest, my second youngest. Uh, he's oh. he's a smart kid, very very smart, intelligent. But boy, does that kid have a mouth on him? His uh, his name's Mateo, and he's uh very smart. He gets he's always having that school recognition when he comes home. Mm. But I swear, this kid could be like um, I told my son. I was like, you know what? There's a difference between cocky and confident. Mm. You know, know the difference. And he's I like, I'm it. only he's like I'm only nine. I don't even know what confidence means. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm my oh my boy, you better just just go do your homework. So. I mean, it's a. Oh man, he's a. He's a he, I know he knows what he, he's he's gonna Google stuff. He's over here on yeah. Siri all the time. Hmm. You know, he's he's gonna learn things. But oh yeah, oh yeah. But, but yeah, dude, it's you, a, you like your gratitude is like on ten. I can hear it <laughs> in everything you talk about. Your gratitude is just like just explosive, and then to hear you talk about all of these. Um, incredible careers that you've been a part of, uh, some of them simultaneously, two or three of them at one time. But then I, I caught it when you said, but then sometimes you look at yourself and you, there's like some depression. There's some like, yeah. man, you, you're not doing enough. Like what, what does that come from, from someone who's doing so many great things? Like some of the things you're doing, if you take one of them and give it to somebody, they're like, wow, I'm, I'm it now. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a professional fighter. I did something. <laughs> You're doing like multiple things and you're still like, ah. Yeah. Um, to be honest, there's, you're never satisfied. It's, you know, like, like you see these, uh, you get these, uh, you know, average people and then you got these people that are making millions and millions of dollars, hmm. you know, and you're wondering how they got to that point. Yeah. You know, I, I remember I was, uh, you know, scrolling through Instagram and the owner to the Mavericks, I think Mark Cuban, yeah, Mark Cuban. yeah, yeah. He, he didn't start where he started off as. You know, he he bought he he just never gave up. Right. And you know what? I remember I hated him because, you know, I just I just hated the Dallas Mavericks at the time back in the two thousands. <laughs> you know, they were just whooping on everybody, and right. you know Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, and all them. You know, you when when you were a, when you were a California guy, you just man, I hate those dudes. I hate those dudes. Yeah, yeah. You know, so but then. And then the way he looked, I'm like, man, this this dude like usually an owner's in a suit. He just wearing a t-shirt. Right. He all on the field. I mean, <laughs> on the court, high five, and yeah. everybody like, sit down. Oh yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, it's uh getting to know, getting to kind of, 
you know, digging deep and what, how, how far he came, you know, he started off with a few hundred thousand dollars that he had to, I think he just, it was loaned to him. It's what you make of it. You know, it's, it's like the people that look up to me, whether it's in the gym, whether it's in, whether it's at work, whether it's being in the military, you know what, nothing, obviously I come in a leadership role, you know, managing Home Depot, uh, being a firefighter, being one of the, the lead guys on the line, um, being in the military and, and being a leader in that, in that aspect, you know, being a leader isn't, isn't easy. And then again, it is, but you know what, you're a servant leader. You know, you gotta, you, you gotta have open ears. You gotta make yourself available. You gotta listen to everybody's opinion. You can't, you can't look at yourself. You, you're even though you're kind of high up there, you still, you still gotta listen to the people kind of below you and Absolutely. don't act as if they're below you, below you, because I tell them every single day, I was like, look, I may be ha- having a title as a leader, but it doesn't matter where I rank. It's matter. It, what, what brought me here was how I carried myself. Yeah. And you know what? Leader is by action, not by where you rank or what, what your title is. True. You know, I try to develop my associates, uh, my comrades every single day. Um, and you know what? I want them to be better than me. You know, yeah. that that's that's more rewarding to me knowing that I help somebody succeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Knowing that, you know, one day, you know, they can, they can look back and be like, you know, what, where did I, what, where did I get that from? It was, it was that dude. Oh, it was the bald dude with the tattoo. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, they're going to forget my name somewhere or another. Right. But, right. But, but uh, they won't, they won't know, forget the impression that you had on them. Exactly. Yeah, you know, you, yeah. you always want to make that impact in somebody's life. Right. And, all honesty, like, you know, putting, you know, like, I was that this mad fighter. I was still working, you know, two jobs, three jobs, whatever, my kids, but I wasn't happy. Um, no matter what little I have now or how much I have now, I make the best of every day I can, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what situation. I could be stressed, stressed as hell, but... You know what? It's, I'm not going to make it a, a bad day. I'm going to try to live uh, in life. We live in moments, right? So, I mean, yeah. at, at this very moment, you know, I'm talking to, you know, I met you. I met a, a good person. You know, you reaching out to me and, and uh, you know, allowing me to be on the show, which I'm very thankful for. Um, you know, it's it's always good to meet somebody. You know, it's, yeah. it's always good to meet different people. You know, you get that different vibe. And there's some people out there that, that are just, I mean, what they call now toxic, you know, and and, and you know you do what you can you could do to kind of help them and support them mm-hmm. but then again you know sometimes you're like you know what i did my part you know i put the tools right in front of them it's up yeah. to them if they want if they want to take those tools and, and you know build their own structure right right you know, it's, you know i can only help somebody so much and, and True. same thing you know they can only help me so much yeah you know that's so a fact a, that's a fact i mean yeah so I, I always do um, I always do a top five right on the show, and 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 my top fives mm-hmm. kind of move around. Sometimes my top fives like top five rappers. Sometimes it's like top five movies. Sometimes it could be top five stand up comedians. But you a fighter, and I'm I'm getting that. I'm getting that whole sense yeah. of you a fighter, and so I want to do a top three. Right, I'm gonna use. The three major fields that you've been in that we've talked about, um, 
You still there? I feel like you froze. You did fire. See, people don't be wanting to do my top, my top fives. What is it about my top fives, man? What makes everybody run when it's time for the top five, man? All right, so we're gonna we're gonna wait and let Christian get his situation back up, and I'm gonna hit him with one. Don't don't worry about it. Sit right there. Don't move. Christian is gonna have to do this top five. If you can hear it, Christian is a fighter, man. I want to get into that more because he's right. Heroism has been part of his life. Fighting for the right things. That's a heroic act. Fighting fires, fighting in the military. Come on, come on. And fighting opponents. I don't know many people that would do all of that. A lot of people will be a firefighter and then, you know, they might, once they finally leave that, the next thing is going to be a little more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? If they were a professional fighter, Cool. Now that that's over, now I'm going to do something a little less demanding. Christian is a special guy. Christian is a very special guy to not only string these things along back to back, but some of them, he's doing them both at the same time. But one thing that really is standing out, and I know I said it to him already, is just this idea of his gratitude. Like his gratitude for life, his gratitude for people is... You can hear it. It's just like jumping off the page. But it makes sense, right? It makes sense that you would put yourself in the line of fire, no pun intended, in that way to where you may have had um, these moments that allow you to embrace life even more, to embrace those sweet moments even more where they, they say the you know, the air is a little fresher and the the, the flowers smell a little sweeter. You like you you recognize and notice all these things in your life because of those moments that you felt like, well, what if life ends? Or just what if the quality of my life has now changed, even for this a moment of time? You know what I mean? I think that's um I think that deserves a certain amount of like credit and a salute to people like that. So I guess as we wait. We're going to clap it up for all of our um, armed brothers and sisters in the service that uh, do their job, that stand up and fight fights that none of us want to fight, but we need fought. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Also to the firefighters, not, I guess you're armed as well. So, I mean, I guess you, I'm going to group y'all in, but shout out to all the firefighters as well. And we're going to get into... The, the the professional fighters very shortly because my guy has a fight coming up and I want to hear what that what that um that uh process is like you know what I mean like we hear about it we know there's weight cuts we know there's there's a strength and conditioning we know there's a camp to prepare you for a fight but I I personally have never talked to somebody who's actually been a part of that and even that imagine what you're doing you're Low-key starving yourself. You're pushing your body to new limits. You're, you're, you're stretching the, the, you know, the, the, the expansion of which you can go. I'm, I couldn't think of the right word, but you're like um, stretching your limits. That was the word, not expansion. You're stretching your limits. And so in that, it's going to be kind of brutal. It's going to be painful. It's going to be, um, you know, times where you feel like I, I want to quit. But you power through it because you know that the end goal 
deserves it, right? And so that's huge. That's huge. That's huge. And you can imagine how that could lead to someone's overall gratitude of life when it's time. Think about it. Think about a time that you were hungry, right? You hungry. You hungry. Pull your wallet out, your purse. You're like, ooh, okay. Or maybe not. Maybe you're just um, in, in the middle of a, 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 a travel and there's nothing around right now. Or you in the middle of a hike. Whatever. Whatever. We all been hungry. So whatever your reason was, were you hungry for an extended period of time? Not like, ooh, I'm hungry. Let's run over there. And then you eat within the next 15 minutes. I mean, like, you're hungry for, you know, some hours. Maybe it was intentional. Maybe you were fasting. Whatever it was. By the time you eat again, it's like, oh. Like, that meal feels different than if it was your third meal of the day, right? That meal feels different than if it was the the, the main course after the appetizer. Half the time, you full already now. That's kind of what happens in these fight camps. And so it, it makes sense. It makes sense that someone of his caliber is that puts himself in these... Uh, these moments of, of, of desperation and moments of um, great capacity would also have a great level of gratitude for life overall. I think that's really the underlying tone of the show. I think I got my guy back. Christian, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I was like, where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> all good. All good. All right. So I thought you ran because I said top five. You know, people, when I throw out top five... People be like, oh, they be trying to disappear on me. So <laughs> top three, top three. I want to hear your top three. You are a fighter to the core, right? Yeah. I want to hear top three. One will be um, in the Army. One will be as a, as a professional fighter. Or even when you were an amateur fighter, either one. A combat fighter, yeah. you, I'll say that. And the other is a firefighter. One of your top three moments that you recall that you really had to fight in either of those times, like hardest, whether it was a weight cut or an actual fight going into that third round, whether it was a fire that you had to go deal with, whether it was basic training, whether it was a deployment, whatever it was, take me through those, the, your, your, your top three fight moments. Ooh. That's, I know, I know. I'm putting it on you. I know. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Um, let me see. Uh, there's a uh, three. We'll, we'll start. We'll, we'll start with three. Okay. Um. And yeah, this was a actually we. It was a. I think we were doing the we were up in Reading. Um, this the the fires was about almost two years ago, hmm. maybe a year and a half ago. Um. The fires were really bad. Um, we were getting call signs on the radio saying, "Oh, you guys are going to be camping out here." You know, being a hotshot firefighter, you know, you do. You're going to be camping out there three days at a time, sometimes a week at a time. Um, I had this. I had my boy Avila, uh, young younger cat. Like, still, he looked up to me. Everybody said he looked up to me here, um, and and he still does. He's actually we're we're pretty close. Um, uh, we, uh, he still calls me for advice. You know, he actually joined the army himself. 
Um, it was a uh, what? What did we do? Oh, we were so me and him. We were wandering off. Um, you know, I'll be I'll be honest. You know, I was I was. You know those uh, vape pens? Uh, the they have wax in them. Yeah. Well, it was my first time doing that stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we was we was up there and we were fighting fires and we were on the we were on the firing line. Uh, we kind of spread ourselves out, but man, I had those. Uh, I remember before we went because the pay the pay is good being a uh, a forestry firefighter. It's like seven hundred bucks a day. So oh, we we went to Bass Pro Shop and then we stopped by like a Best Buy and we seen these brand new. Um, brand new Bose sunglasses. Matter of fact, I still have them. Yeah. Um, and because you're not allowed to wear no no AirPods or nothing because ah. you're for the communication. But man, these sound these the sound on that that was shout that was out dope. to Bose. Shout out to Bose. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bose. <laughs> well, just the just the, the premium sound on them, like it it was like you can hear it, but in like certain ways, like about a distance, people can't really hear it. Yeah, yeah. So me and him, yeah, we we bought a pair of those, both of us, and we was uh, we was under the influence, um, in a very very dangerous situation, which is a safety situation. So yeah, and we kind of wandered off, you know, and uh, oh shoot, it was uh, you know, when you're up in the forest, there's there's wildlife, and they're gonna come down. To where they're trying to escape uh, the fires. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen a bear before up close. <laughs> you know, so I, I've never seen a bear before, and the bear wasn't my concern because he was just, you know, just trying to drink some water where where we were yeah. at. I look, I look to my left, and I, I thought I was just tripping, and I seen this big old mountain lion, and oh man, like. It was it was it was a fight. Like I've never had like what what's crazy, the animals are a lot more feared of you than, than you are of them. Especially yeah. um but don't don't get me wrong, I was scared. I was like, man, if I was like, God, if I die today, you know. Right. But then again, it, I was thinking every case scenario, I was like, you know, I'm probably in better shape than Avila. All I gotta do is outrun his ass. <laughs> so so and I told him that too. I I did tell him that I'm like <laughs> Hey, if push came to shove, man. Hey, hey, you should have should hit leg day up with me. You should have hit leg day with me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna run at the bottom of the hill, and if you can't keep up, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, but I'll use, I'll come back for you. I'll come back. Yeah, I'll come back. Cause, but, cause the line gonna be full. So, yes. so it was, <laughs> it was, man, it was crazy, but. I actually got to, I don't know what got into me. I think it was just like an instinct. Like I can't, you know, I'd look more like a coward if if both of us didn't come back. Uh, um, so I had a, my favorite tool as a firefighter was a, a McLeod. So it's like a rake on one end and it's really sharp. It's a sharp blade on the other end. So it's okay. like, it, it kind of, it's like, it's almost just like this, uh, like this, but a back into it. So you're, you're kind of raking and, oh, and it's out. Yeah. That was my favorite tool of choice. Um, everybody chose an axe, whatever. I mean, yeah. nobody, not every, it, it, an axe doesn't really do much. I mean, unless you carry the chainsaw, which nobody wanted to carry the chainsaw because it was too heavy. Yeah. Um, it was a moment, man. I whacked that, I, I got to hit the lion. Uh -huh. 
and he he, he got off of got off of Avila. So, you know, it, it was hold, it was hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, for, hold for on, because you very sick. Hold on, you you kind of cut out for a second, and we so still I look back at that and, and be like, damn. Oh, oh no! I'm hold on. Let me get him back. I got to hear this mountain lion story. What? I didn't know. It was What? That was a good question. I did not know we were going to end up talking about trying to fight off a mountain lion. I thought he was just going to say something like, yeah, man, the fire was oh so hot. And we walked too far into the middle and it came around the backside of us. And, man, we just had to spray, you know, and, 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 and try to feed the fire in a different direction. So. So luckily that everybody had access. So they started chopping, chopping some trees and bushes to try to feed the fire away from us. We barely got out. No, no. Christian said he, first it was a bear. Let's start there. There was a bear. What? But then he said, the bear's not the concern. Have, has anybody ever been in a situation that's so crazy that the bear is not the concern? I ain't talking about like the San Diego Zoo. A wild bear, not the concern. I'm, I could deal with the bear somehow. This mountain lion, on the other hand. Oh, my goodness. Come on, Christian. Come on, Christian. You got to come. Now I'm even more excited about the other stories. You know, you start telling me a UFC story. And then you'll say, and then, you know, my body started ascending into the spaceship. Like, What? 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 I apologize, everybody, for the, the technical difficulties. I'm not sure, you know, what's going on on Christian's side. You know, he's fighting through that, too. You know, everything he does is a fight. <laughs> everything he does is a fight. Um, so we're going to get him back into the show so we can finish this story because, oh, my goodness, I need to hear about the time. That uh, that Christian had to fight off the mountain lion. Christian, you there yet? Okay, no, I don't hear him yet. I hear getting it together, getting it together. Oh, there you go. There you go. I see him. All right. Let me bring my guy back into the studio. There he is. All right, we good? Yep. Okay, so... Please. I missed I missed towards the end. So all I know is you got your favorite tool. You yeah. said you feel like you look like a coward by being the only one that goes back. So you ain't leave you leave your guy there. All right, yeah. what happened? I just man, I went in a gun blazing. I was just I just uh kind of tried to throw a whack at the lion and he just ran. So I was like, man, that's all I had to do. <laughs> So you, it was like a swing and a miss, but yeah. you still took off. Well, it was a swing and a miss, and I fell because I threw all my might into it. So <laughs> it was like, I look. Good thing there was nobody around, but and and my Ooh. boy was already on the ground, you know, probably in shots, and I just went. I just did like a Tiger Woods, but yeah. you just seen me having that full uh, full backpack with water and and some uh, good. Like, yeah, you got a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah lost just, your balance. It was just yeah, it was like splat. And I'm like. You know what? I ain't embarrassed because I'm still alive. So, right. Yeah. And what, what was your guy doing? Oh, he was on the ground. He was. He was just 
in shock. So like he's like, damn, like he really did. He really did leave me here to die. I I didn't leave him there to die. Like right. he keeps he keeps mentioning that every single time we bring up the story. But <laughs> I was like, he's still here though. <laughs> wow. So so the mountain lion never really did anything at you guys, but he was mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And then so hold on, hold on. Now now that I know we got rid of the mountain lion with the, with the Barry Bond swing. Yeah. Now the question is, but there was a bear there. You said it was a. You said there was a bear. Yeah, the bear was minding his own business. He was, he was just drinking. Well, I think that bear was just so dehydrated. I think it was that season where they were, that they're um, hibernating or whatever, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he just, it was a rude awakening, you know, fire like with fire, you know, destroying the natural habitat. So, oh my but goodness, the we bear. were we were a good distance from the bear though. So. That bear probably saw everything that happened to him. Was like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So that's number one. All right, number two. That was a firefighter story. Uh, number two, yeah. Let's uh, let's bring in a military story. Um, you know, my top, like, it's just you sticking up for your guys. Um, it was guy, uh, guy barely came out. I, I was in the reserve, uh, reserve, reserve. Now, um. But I was in charge of my own section. You know, I had my own guys. But every I was well respected around the unit. Um, for my one, everybody knew I was a I was a pro boxer. Uh, two, everybody knew I was like the PT stud. Always, always physically fit. Always working out. But just me being just trying to be a good person. You always want to give. You always want to brush off good vibes. You know, through everybody. You don't want to be the bad guy. You don't want to make enemies. You just you want to. You want to be that. You want to be that guy. Um, we had a new guy from coming coming from active duty, and you know some people like to use their title. You know, like to use their rank, and whatever the yeah. case may be. Like he he was an E five. He was just he was just like me, uh, an E five E five sergeant. Had his own guys, but we we were on the beach doing like a. It was it was family day, so we had our families there. Um, unfortunately, my family didn't get to make it, but you know a lot of people had their families there. Uh, we did uh, uh, a battery run, which is at all the soldiers. We were we were pretty much being a being formation, and you know you get the comp- the commander and the, the first sergeant to to lead the way, along with the the platoon sergeants, and um, you guys pretty much marching and seeing cadence while you guys are running the, the beach down in Santa Monica, which I was state um, on the reserve side. I was uh, stationed down in West LA, off of Federal okay. Avenue and, and and Wilshire. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the beach is right down there. And, you know, our families, we were going to have family day at the beach, you know, volleyball, barbecue, and, and get get our families together. Yeah. Well, this guy, he, no family, no nothing, you know, a younger cat, but used his rank. And I'm like, you know what, it's like he decided to, well, military, we call it smoking. So it's like a disciplinary action that they do. But yeah. it felt like he was just trying to use his rank to try to embarrass uh, one of my soldiers. Um, hmm. and, um, I, everybody just kind of looked at me like, damn, you know, like he just doesn't know who he is. And I was like, Hey, that's my soldier. And, and he got in my face and, and he, uh, he threw a swing at me. So it was, and, and I was like, and he missed and, and he just kept going and he just kept missing. But, and I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't even throwing, I wasn't even throwing my hands or nothing. Um, it was just my footwork, yeah. <laughs> you know. You just slipped um, like, yeah. I was like, 
I was like, man, you look really, really slow right now. And I didn't even have to touch him <laughs> at all. So it was – he made himself look like a fool, and you just had everybody just, like – it was quiet at first, yeah. but then everybody just started laughing at him. And then I was like, look, I'm not, I'm not here to fight. Like, there's kids right here. There's people, families. Yeah. But he was just trying to act like some type of hard dude. And, um, you know, it was – I think it was just me sticking up for my guy, especially, you know, what the, what made me feel better was his daughter was there, you know. Wow. And, you know, you, you don't do that in front of family and, and friends and, and even civilians that were out there because we were still yeah. in military uniform. Where, um, the PT uniform is black. So, you know, you're wearing black shorts, black T-shirts, you know. And I'm like, you do, there's, there's certain things you can do and, and what you can't do around people. Right. But he, he right. could have handled that a different way. Um, he could have brought them back to the armory and, you know, we just had their own smoking session in the room. But you just – at the end of the day, it's all about respect. Always. You know? Always. Um, if, if you respect somebody, they're going to respect you, you know. But he yeah. just – that was just all disrespect. Not only to – it was just disrespect. But it just made the unit look bad, um, the morale of the unit as well. But I think, you know what, it kind of um, – offset a little bit because of my actions uh-huh. and me sticking up for the guy. And you know what, just that military, it didn't have to be me being in combat. It didn't have to be me being, you know, just overseas. That was just, it just, it, it set a statement knowing that I had a full, a full, a battery sized, um, battery sized unit, you know, to have my back, you know, and, uh-huh. and uh, it was just that, that's what felt great. Um, yeah. But, uh, that's no way. That's yeah, a good point story. Because that's like uh, it reminds me of you know the the best offense is a great defense. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. it sounds like you were able to fight with just defense and yeah. and completely nullify the situation. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know what? I was the only one. Like th- there was a lot of rules that I didn't follow. Like get tattoos on. Like you're not supposed to be getting tattoos on your neck when you're in the military. I got them not like. Now they, I think they kind of like let it from here on back, but hmm. I was always all sleeved up, and my first sergeant didn't even tell me they were my commander, so it was just under commander's discretion. But it was just like I was just different, you know, yeah. and and you want to be different, not in a bad way. Yeah, I just it was. Uh, I'm not gonna get nothing stupid on me that doesn't mean something. Obviously, IGY six means I got your six, so hmm. it's it's a military saying. And, you know, I got, you know, the the three crosses right there. And and just, you know, me being a warrior of God, you know, you got the Spartans on the side. And uh, yeah. we, we're, we're all warriors of God. You know, we're, we're here for a purpose. You know, we, we're pretty much in the realms of, you know, fighting our demons. And, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully one day, you know, we get to make it home. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. You know, it's a, it's a, I, like I said, I don't get nothing stupid, <laughs> but I, I like <laughs> to be different. And, uh every tattoo on me has a meaning you know and i i tell all those you know what i love everybody i have love for everybody i got i got love for you i got love for you know my my associates my co-workers yeah. my, my family my kids you know what you're, you're here like that's that's what you want here on earth you want you want you want the love the love the peace and uh you know hopefully people will be loyal to you you know absolutely you know loyalty is a big thing i think loyalty is a lot bigger than what love entails mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather have somebody that's loyal um obviously i haven't been on the on the right side of that you know it's 
it's yeah. it's been crazy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's huge. That's a great number two. Since you brought it up, we're gonna detour just for a second before we get into your uh, number three, which will be as a pro fighter or yeah. just as a combat fighter. Period. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your tattoo life because you are tatted up. So, yeah. what was your first tattoo? My fat first tattoo. I was twelve. I was twelve. <laughs> what? I was, yeah, I was twelve years old. Um, you know, in, in, in my life, in, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was actually, it was, it was, uh, my initials right there, the, the uh, CN, yeah, yeah, and then, um, obviously they, they built over it, built upon it, it was with a guitar string and a motor and some ink, so it was just, uh, I was, uh, I was a really bad kid, <laughs> I'll tell you that, I was, uh, I grew up with, I had a good family. I just made the wrong yeah. choices. I, I grew yeah. up in, you know, my, my parents were both hard workers, you know. My dad my dad himself worked two jobs. Um, my mom was, uh, her job was just from 7 to 10, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. in the morning uh, at night, sometimes more overtime. You know, they, they just wanted to, to put a roof over our heads and make sure that we had clothing on us, uh, made, yeah. made sure we had you know, we would always cry about, man, I don't want to get in that piece of shit car. <laughs> so they, they would buy like something actually that they, they actually, you know, they actually cared about their kids. I can't speak nothing bad about them. Um, yeah. At one point, you know, I was the problem child. Um, but disappoint them. My parents are really old fashioned. They don't believe in tattoos. Not mm. none of them have tattoos. Um, you know what? I'm actually the only one in my family other than my little brother that, has tattoos now so uh, he only has just 93 to infinity and that's all he's getting but me i'm just yeah i'm just literally everywhere so but it's um and you started at 12 so yeah I'm, if they if they 12. didn't even believe in t- tattoos and you're gonna go sneak off and get one at 12 yeah. i know that that started that started oh, something it did i mean my dad didn't really he didn't really do nothing it's already there you know, and, and uh, it's just, um, you know, it's I, I gotten just a lot of meaningful, meaningful things. I think everybody goes, which one's your favorite tattoo? I was like, damn, you know, that's that's kind of hard. Yeah, but I think, I think my favorite one is uh, it's on my bicep. That says, for those I love, I will sacrifice. Mm, you know, it's, um, it's like good. you, that's really good. I, will, I will do anything for, for those that I love. Like, yeah, you just that's, do. That's huge. You just don't mess with the people that I love. Um, yeah. I'm to be honest with you, like I see, I see death as a sign of peace. You just never know when it's your time. You can you can die getting hit by a car out here on the streets. True, you know, or but my my theory was, you know what? I've always wanted to, if if I were to die, I wanted to die in combat, knowing that um, you know what, you know, and, and I did it to honor this one grateful nation, and. Wow. uh for, for my family and, and for what I stand for, you know, and, and like, you know, obviously right now I don't have a significant other. She, she's out there, you know, I pray each and every single day, you know, God send me, sends me somebody that, that's going to love me. That's going to be loyal to me. And that, that will never, never bring me out of my zone of peace. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? It's like, that's the hard like you said, the, the energy that I have, I'm just at peace with myself now. Like I put God first and, and everything just started coming together. You know, I'm not in the right situation, you know, all the time. 
but you know, I make the best out of each and every single day. You know I mean? So it's a, right. it, it's fun, man. It's it's like, yeah. Am I tired because I'm working overnights? Like nobody wants to work overnights. Um, I work <laughs> in the daytime too. I'm literally up almost twenty four seven, especially I'm, I'm training as well. And everybody goes, how do you how do you fit all that into your schedule with the kids, church? I mean, I'm like, you know what? I just don't make excuses. It's uh. just. You can you can make anybody can make so many excuses to get out of things, but my part is I'm gonna make excuses, but I'm gonna make excuses to avoid all the bad things and all the useless things and do the most important things that I have to do um, throughout that day. You know, and, and you know we, it's it's crazy how how things work. I was watching um, you know, the importance of just what of uh, of what a second is. You know, um. There's 84,600 seconds in a day, right? Huh. And I was in a really bad place. About a, year, about a year ago, I was in a, I was trying to, and I wasn't the bad guy. I'm not saying she was the bad person, but you know what? I did literally everything from spoiling her to trying to be there for her, be there for her kids. You know, she just, she would make a lot of the wrong choices, always trying to find an excuse to fight, always trying to find an excuse to go out drinking with her friends and, and I'm not that jealous type of person. Obviously, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to continue to do me. I'm going to continue to work both my jobs. I'm going to continue to love my kids. I'm going to continue to try to be there for you. But, you know, she never made time for me. Like, I, I can not even get a simple text message or a phone call. And wow. I told her, you know, there's 84,600 seconds in the day. And all it takes is just not even a second to, to text me, I'm doing okay. Or how are you? You know, if they yeah. can't find one second out of that 84,600 seconds, you're really not important to them. That you know, says so, a lot. Wow. Yeah, that's, so a, it's a, that's a good point. It's, it's crazy, man. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's a, I'm like, I'm like, it's, I'm like, damn, you know what? I'm like, a second, 84,600 seconds. That's a lot. Yeah. And then you think about it, you're like, if I could just scrape up, a penny every second off the floor because you find pennies all the time. I, I have so much money be, right now. Right, you be filthy, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So you look no, at that is, you just, that's a good. That's a really good point. Your your yeah. your love language must be like uh, clearly acts of service and like quality <laughs> time. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure your your love language is probably you know rank in that area. So in that person that's uh, out there, you know, waiting for you. You know, hopefully she recognizes that soon. You know what I mean? You recognize yeah. hers because clearly that's a, a big part of your your life. Oh yeah, I mean, you know what? Speaking of that, you know, I'm, I hope you don't mind. I, I mean, there was a I was working at Bato's Tacos as a restaurant manager um, mm -hmm. uh, when just things were falling apart. You know, I'm thankful for the opportunity. I've, I've never managed a restaurant before, but he's like, you just have good leadership qualities. Um, you know, I came in one day and. The girl that um, I associate myself with now, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying we're, I don't know if we're talking, I don't, I don't know. Um, but what, a few weeks ago, um, I, we ran into each other on Instagram, you know, uh, and it was crazy because that, that day that I met her, I never forgot about her. And I was going to talk to her that day, but I remember my my uh, my one of my my servers was like, "Hey, um, the girl over there at that table is asking if you, if you're married," and I just said, "I, I don't know." Um, 
It's crazy because I, I remember what she was kind of wearing that day. I couldn't point out the color. I know she was wearing something bright. And mm. I went over there to bring the drinks that they ordered. Obviously, yeah. she her friend said, those are the wrong drinks. I don't want them. So, you know, being a manager, you're like, man, you you wasting my wages. Right now. You you wasting alcohol. And I'm like, you know, you, you, you can go ahead and keep those. I'll bring yeah. you the ones you want. <laughs> so I decided to make the new drinks. I brought them out. And um, and she, uh, I I guess I had her attention. And by the time I was going to go back over there, after I did, I did say happy birthday, uh, I mean, she made me nervous. I was like, damn, you know what? She's different. Mm. You, can, you can feel that vibe in somebody. Like, you can feel it. Different. You can feel it. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I waited too long, and she left. But a year later from – a year later, which was two weeks ago from from that year, we ran into each other on Instagram. And I, I got the messages on Instagram saved. Wow. Um, and, you know, she's like, oh, so you do remember. I was like, I did. I was trying to find you. You disappeared on me. Um, but well, the reason why, we, yeah. <laughs> well, we added each other. We, I, I followed her and then she followed me back. Huh. Um because I did recognize her, but I, I never messaged her or anything. Like, I did, like, like you know, put, like, hearted some of her photos and on yeah. her story. And then yeah. I posted one day. I was I was getting out the gym, right? I was getting out the gym. And uh, I went to uh, some sushi place. And uh, I got me, like, one of those uh, eel bowls and, and oh. something else. And, and, you know, I just got out of practice. I'm really exhausted. I kind of want to sleep, so I grabbed me a, a beer. And I posted on there. I was like... Because the waiter was like, why are you eating by yourself? You're really handsome. And I'm like, it's peaceful and it's cheaper. <laughs> so <laughs> so she's, she, she started cracking up. She she had a laugh out of it. And, uh, That's good. I posted that on Instagram, <laughs> like, and, like how, she, how she asked and how I said it. Yeah, yeah. And, and then she uh she commented on my story she's like cheaper huh and i'm like what uh, so i think that's how all that started popping off and then yeah and then uh she posted the bible i remember in her story she she uh posted the bible and um i was like wow you know what not a lot of people do that nowadays you yeah. know a lot of people like pictures of it's pretty sad to say how the world works now true a, a girl showing, exposing herself with all this skin will get a million freaking likes. Easy. You know, easy, right? Yeah. And I could post a picture of me and my kids and I'll get like 20, 30, <laughs> maybe 70. I don't know. But right. it, it, it's crazy how it works out. I'm like, damn, really? That's true. And you know what? That captured my attention because it was the Bible. And yeah. I was trying to actually like... I was trying to zoom in to see what verse was she was looking at, so I could actually yeah. kind of quote on it and try to yeah. try try to you know be an icebreaker, and make a conversation. But all I, all I put was like, you go. "You go to church." So, and that that's where it started off. Hey, it's good enough. It's good enough. <laughs> yeah. So you know, things happen for a reason. You just gotta start Absolutely. somewhere. But you know, like ever since then, we've been we've been we've been talking. Like she's, I I thank her a lot because uh, you know I feel like you know. Whether this works out or not, you know, God sent me somebody that that's actually that listens to me, and and mm. we can talk. Like we were on the phone for like three, four hours at one point, um, awesome. uh, nu uh, numerous times, and she would talk to me literally about anything. So, 
And okay. it's, it's like, and right after that day, you know, right after that day, I think I, I met you that day. You know, I'm hmm. like, oh, he's an electrician. And to be honest with you, I think you were up on the roof and I was going to kind of like mess with you because I seen the little sip in that wire. I was like, I wonder if I tug on this, but I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> just, just, just to see if he's up there. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know how he's up there because there's some big ass rats up in that ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, uh, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm like, you know, I give that guy a lot of prop, props. I may be in the military. I may mm. be a firefighter. I may fight in the ring, but I do not fight with with rats. I, I don't mess <laughs> with spiders. You know, I see a spider, I'm running. You out <laughs> so of there. I'm out of there. I'm just, it's just, it's just a fear that I have. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, may, it may look like, you know, everybody, everybody be like, how in the heck, like, you, you walk around like, you were about to go kill somebody, but right. you're scared of that. I'm like, I'm like, that spider could bite me. I can't bite him back. Right. Yeah, so, so good, good point. Somebody punch you, you can punch him back. Exactly. <laughs> I get I that. Mean, I get that. Yeah, and uh, me, I'm not a fan of horror movies. I hate horror. Like, mm. I mean, scary movies. There's a difference, you know. I don't yeah. like those ones based on a true story because I live. I pretty much live by myself, um, and I don't like just those. It just it gives you that. It yeah, just doesn't well, give you good feeling, and I, yeah, yeah, and I've suffered from um, sleep apnea, sleep insomnia, and um, not too long ago, I had a really bad sleep paralysis. I've ha- oh. I haven't had it in ever since I left the military, but they all started coming back. But what's cr- and it was it was just consistent every single day. But what's crazy was all I said was I remember saying a prayer like this. I swear this. This this was so bad. I thought I was going to die in my sleep. And I was yeah. just telling him, God, if you're going to take me, take me now. You know, you know, it's like it was it looked like I don't know if you you walked home Beagle, but at the front, I swear it looked similar to that boogeyman. Scary. Thing. Oh, yeah. Y'all got that, some crazy yeah. stuff up there. Yeah, that was it felt like that was hovering above me. There was no face to it. It was just pitch black. But it, it, it like it, it wanted to suck me up. Wow, and and it was like it wanted to suck up my soul, and I can feel it. Like my heart was racing, and I was like, "Man, like I can." I was yelling for help. My my son was sleeping right next to me, and my four year old, and um, it just felt like there was so much pressure on my chest. Once I woke up from that, it was like I didn't wake up. It was like yeah. it was happening while I was awake. So it, it literally scared, scared the crap out of me. I didn't go to sleep the rest of the night. And, and obviously, I hardly sleep. So that was the most sleep I was ever going to get. Man. But, you know, it's just like, it, I feel like prayer is a big thing. And when, when I just, I said a prayer, you know, it, it all went away. Yeah, but, calm your mind. But you're, you're oh, not the first um, ex-military person I've talked to that suffered from night terrors mm-hmm. or from, um, you know, just not being able to sleep overall, insomnia. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like um, I don't know everything you went through in the military. I know the last yeah. guy I talked to was, you know, talking about, you know, he he was he was out there for, um, you know, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Yeah. So he was talking about, you know, seeing death on on that level, seeing you know people yeah. blow up, you know, bombs and you know kill kids, and it's like a lot of the stuff he never really dealt with. You know, it kind of yeah. turned into. I don't know if you feel the same way, but it, it 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 was like a part of his life that existed, almost like a separate life. And so exactly. when he came back to being a civilian, 
like he just doesn't deal with it anymore, but it found its way back in these yeah. night terrors and insomnia and things of that nature. Yeah. No, it, he's, <clears throat> he's absolutely right. It's like your heart never leaves that spot for some reason. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's always going to be with you. You yeah. know, seeing, seeing the things that I've, I, I never wanted to see, you know, um, I didn't expect to see. And um, you know what? We're, everybody here, here in the U.S., you know, like I'm like, and whoever's watching this, like, be very thankful because you know what, we get we get in trouble if our kids don't go to school or if we don't go when you know elementary to to our high school, the parents get in trouble. Over right. there, these kids are wishing that they had the opportunity to go to school. Instead, um, you know, they're putting a rifle in their hand and they just they're learning how to kill. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people don't see. Um, True, they don't they don't get to see the the fruits and labor of what our families do to to give us this freedom. Yeah. But, you know, in other countries, it's, it's just, it's crazy how the world works, man. It's all countries are different and that's what we don't realize. That's what we're not grateful for. But, you know, I'm glad that I got to see a part of that. Yeah. You know, and and um, I'll be, I'll be forever grateful for that. And that's the reason why I'm like, you know what? Um, everybody thinks I'm, a, I'm a mad person all the time. I don't know if it's my demeanor. I don't know if it's the, they say you what resting bitch face nowadays I, but i'm like oh my man but obviously i do smile when i smile but i do laugh and, and i love to have a good time but i'm like you guys like a lot of people that they, they they judge a book by its cover yeah. all the time yeah and and i get that i understand that of like, course you know i'm very fortunate with uh home depot like usually a lot of jobs they're really big on like how the tattoos are Huh. you know or uh, back then probably but you know i still suit up and, and put on a tie and, and i still you know carry myself I, I think it's just the way i i do my interviews too um but i was i came in as an external with home depot huh. you know with no experience not not coming from the associate level but you know already put in a leadership role wow. um just like walmart too so it was a. Uh, it's i'm very grateful and thankful for the opportunity that you know um God's given me, and and you know what, God speaks to people. You know, he, absolutely, He speaks to Mother Nature. He speaks to everything. Absolutely, and and it's like it's crazy because I feel you know what I'm I'm very blessed. You know, I felt like I've lived, I lived the. If if I were if I wasn't to wake up tomorrow, I'd be very grateful for everything that I've accomplished. Oh yeah, and uh, oh yeah, you know it's it's uh it's big. You know, absolutely, but, man. You lived that kind of life. So far, and I know you're going to continue to live that life. All right, let's jump back to your number three. Let's get into that combat, the combat story. Uh, the combat fight? Yeah, the time, um, your number three, the time that you had to fight. I mean, I know you you have to fight the whole time, but like one of those yeah. stories that really stands out where you had to dig deep. When I had to dig deep, it, it was redemption. Um, huh. I remember it was, uh, you so to dig deep, I have, I have three different baby mo moms. So I got, I got five beautiful kids, but all of us, we all get along now. That's good. Actually, they're, they're very thankful for, uh, they're actually proud of what I've accomplished and being really good to my kids. Nice. Um, well, with the, with the first three, I chose my career and I was very selfish. Um, and she chose to you know, find somebody else and now they're married and they're actually expecting another baby. Oh, 
crazy. And, and I'm really happy for them. With the second one, um, that's what when I had my fourth child, Mateo, um, that was the one where I had the, the most struggles with. Um, and that's when I was, you know, I was fighting with pretty much not only a broken heart, but I was I was homeless for almost a year. Oh, yeah. I was homeless for nine months. Um, you know, I didn't, I had nothing. I, I literally had nothing. I, I, I come from a small town, Porterville. Um, I moved to Bakersfield. Um, and I'm like, damn, I got my kid. You know, not not the first week, but I got my kid. I'm like, I got to go to work. Who's to... Now I'm like, who's going to take care of my kid, uh, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I just, I did it because I left. And, you know, she, I'm not going to speak bad about her. I'm not going to get into her business. But, you know, yeah, she was unfaithful. That's, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, but, you know, uh, I was just, I was over here, like, in my head, I was like, I'm still willing to take you back. I just want you back. Huh. But, you know, I met Cody Sons, uh, coach of, I think he's coach of Hammer. He's, now he has his own gym, uh, Hammer Down Fight Team. And I, I did MMA. And uh, I, I was coming from a very tough loss against Devin Chavez, which, uh, which was one of, uh, he, was, he was a really good, really good fighter back then in MMA. I, Probably could have made it to the UFC if he just pursued it. Huh. Um, but life happens. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, I joined Cody and, uh, you know, they, they called me for another fight. Uh, this one was against Tristan Palmer. And me and him are actually really good friends now. He, he joined the Navy uh, about three, four years ago. Nice. Um, nice. But that was, that was a pretty, that was a pretty intense fight. He submitted me in the third round. Huh. Yeah, it was the third round. Um, but I gave him my all. Jesus Christ. I gave him my all. And um, excuse me. I'll stay on. Um, I gave him my I gave him my all and uh and she and uh yeah. 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 I was gonna mute him real quick. You you good, you good. Um yeah, you know, he's at, at the crib. You know, we we seeing him living his life. We get to peek into Christian's world real quick. All right, so he's he's back. He's back. <laughs> yeah, my carpet cleaners. Oh, you know, oh good. I'm not, I don't even have carpet. I got tile. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that comes that comes with Home Depot. Mm. Um, you know, it's a uh, what were so you were we saying that oh, uh, yeah. he he submitted you uh, the third yeah, round. Yeah, third round. And, you know, what, we, uh, uh, arm bar. Like oh. it went from a triangle, and I escaped the triangle into into an arm bar. That's, that's how it happened. Um, that transition. He, yeah, he almost he he was trying to take my arm home. I think he. I was like, I was like, man, but you know, he he came from one of the really good camps. Uh, Josh Koscheck was actually yeah. a sparring partner for that for that. Fight. Okay. okay. Um. So he probably, he he had some really good training partners. I was coming back and you know, um, but I was still I was still I still wasn't satisfied with with that. And this fight was up in Fresno, um, at the Save Mark Center. And then you know what they're like, you know what that was one hell of a fight up until you got submitted. You know we we want you back. Um, there was a uh, I I I don't even know this dude's name. I just. I'll, I'll figure it out. I think it was, I think it was Bryce, Bryce and something, but huh. it was a very bad, 
Like, I've respected every single one of my opponents. Right. This guy was just flat out disrespectful. Like, just, you know, talking all this crap, you know, telling me he was going to he was gonna knock me out. But and, and I was fine with it, you know. Like, I'm like, oh, this is the fight game. You know what? A lot of people were actually wanting to see that fight because how intense it was. Yeah. You always yeah. have to have a billion. And you oh, yeah. Those, those grudge matches, they just feel yeah. different than, you know, just another respectful fight. I mean, that's always great. To, to, to see yeah. like the, the respect level and the, 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 the techniques being displayed. But it's another thing when it's a little bit of, I really want to do you bad. Like when you got that yeah. in there too, yeah. it takes it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. And it was, uh, it was crazy. Uh, we, w- once we got in the ring, um, right after Wayne, Wayne's was more intense than the fight was, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. It, was, it, it was both camps trying to fight each other. Um, I just I remember that day, and then uh, we I ate a big meal. I think we went to uh, down the street on uh, Rosedale uh, Hoppies. So man, I was munching on those pancakes like crazy, <laughs> you know, because I haven't eaten. You know, I was cutting down to one thirty five, yeah, and actually walked around one sixty. So I got to eat pancakes, and, and I ate that for breakfast, lunch, and a little before the fight. Oh, you know, I was. I was just that's that's kind of my favorite favorite food, just pancakes and that syrup. And um, you know, they uh, we the fight night was, you know, everybody was just cheering. Me being the local, it was here in, in Bakersfield. Okay, you know, be being the hometown kid, and even though it's not really my hometown, but it's it's the city that I represent now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it felt good having the whole city behind your back. You know, and and I think that's one part of what made me so confident going in there, I felt like I wasn't even scared. I wasn't nervous. I was, I was like, damn, like, let's do this already. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, the first round was just, it was just a feel-out match. Yeah. You know, we were just feeling each other out. The second round, the second round was just all out. Just, it was a brawl. We kept the fight standing up. He tried shooting for a takedown. I think I dazed him with the knee to, to his chin. And then, honestly, all I had to do was push him down, but there was only 10 seconds left in the round. He crawled back up and um, finished the round strong. Um, for those that don't know, every second in fight feels like it's a long time being in there. <laughs> no matter if it's three minute, if it's a three minute round, five minute round, it, it, it feels like, it feels like forever. Time. Yeah. Um, then the third round came, but the last and final round, um, I ended up knocking him out and uh, yeah. it was, he, well, he took me down. I was like, damn. He got you. Know, you. He took me down. He got me. Yeah. And I was like, he was trying to, trying to, you know, seal the deal, tr- trying to get full mount. Um, I remember, I believe I had my hip out of, uh, out of his, uh, his guard, <laughs> and then I pulled away and, and pushed his knee off to where I can escape, and I wizard him, and then I just started throwing some uppercuts, <sighs> and I threw some uppercuts. He dirty boxing. He, yeah, he flew to the fence, and uh, and then that's where I kind of trapped him. And it, I threw an overhand right that he um, – when I looked at the film, he was he was already knocked out standing up. Uh, but I was – I guess I was keeping him up by throwing more uppercuts. And that's when this big old ref comes, comes takes me, and just throws me right off. Uh, and um, I think that was probably the best victory I've had. Um, I know Father's Day was the next day. So oh it felt it's, it felt especially good. the whole the whole city behind you. So I know they erupted like 
Oh yeah, there, there was a. I'll tell you what. I didn't go home sober that night. I'll tell you that. So it was, it was, a, it was a pretty, and I didn't have, I didn't even spend a single penny. I really right. don't know where my winnings went, but I think, uh, I think my dad took that. I don't remember, but it was just, it, it was all, it was fun. It was, it was enjoyable. It was, it was a moment to share, and I'll still remember that till this day because it was one of the, the best victories I've, I've had. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, and that was at featherweight. Yeah, that was at featherweight. Massive. Massive. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wish we were there to see it back then, man. It was, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> um, I was just thinking, I, I want, I think I'm going to have you back on and, and us do like just a full episode just about the process of being a fighter from nutrition, from conditioning and weight training, weight cuts, um, yeah. you know, the, the dealing with the. Um, uh, the, the the nervousness and the emotions of it, uh, the aftermath, yeah. how you come back down, what that transition is like, the balance of uh, at home life with, you know, what's going on in the gym. Like, because I, I, I was about to ask a question. I'm like, that almost feels like a whole nother episode yeah. that we can do, you know, that's purely for like, you know, the fight fans or people that are at least interested and intrigued into that whole idea, like the life of a fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's an intense life. Yeah, especially when you're working a full time job. I, I was managing Walmart, and I had 400 associates at the time. Yeah. So I was managing Walmart, and uh, you know what? My fight camp was uh was pretty intense. Yeah. Um, I went up against Trayvon Marshall, a number uh, ten welterweight in the world. You know, and um, he's uh my my coach is from Chicago, Vince Rock Hudson. Oh. Um, he's he's been in there with a lot of the greats, and and he's a uh, Instead of him, when he flew over here, I was like, look, they're playing you per DM. They're giving you cash to stay out of the hotel. Pocket that stuff. You stay with me. That way you can wake me up in the morning. And he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, champ. That's a good idea. Not realizing he was going to use the bullhorn every single morning to wake me up. I'm like, I'm like, you realize I suffer from PTSD, right? Right. That's not helping and, me, bro. That's not- yeah, and then he's like, he's like, well, we're doing it my way. And I'm like... You know, he, he's the boss at the end of the day. Like, I got to – I listen to my coaches. I put my pride aside, and it was a good camp. You know, we we came up short, but you know what? We we don't lose. We learn. That's right. You know, right. and that's what that's what a lot of people say. I, I lost. I was like, nah, you learned. Yeah, you and guess you. what? You're getting – Now, if you didn't learn – Ten times stronger. If you didn't learn, then you lost. Because if, if, exactly. if you just took an L and didn't benefit from it, then, you know, you just lost. But, yeah, yeah. for the most part – if you recognize it properly, yeah, you, you you learned. You learned. Yeah, exactly. Kobe didn't win all his championships, right? You know, right? You at know, all. It's, it, you got you got to you just have to you lose some, you win some. Yeah. And you know what? The, that quote by Michael Jordan: "I failed and failed and failed a hundred times, and that's how you know he he was successful." Yeah. And you know what? You, it, it's always good to to read little quotes here and there, and you can apply to them and relate yeah, to them. wisdom. And you know. You know, it's yeah. Words of wisdom. Yeah, you know, it's wisdom's a big thing. You know, um, like my grandpa would always tell me, you know, like teach. I, I was, I was, why are you teaching me this? Why are you teaching me that? Uh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to learn this. Well, what am I going to use it for? Yeah. But you know what? I remember him saying, "I teach you because when I teach you, I'm teaching your, your kids as kids as kids." And I didn't really get that because I was only in the fourth grade at the time. But now I, now I do. Now you get it. And you know what? 
yeah, now I get it. And and he he brought up another one too. It's like, you know, you could teach a man how you could give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Yep. You teach a man how to fish, he's gonna eat for a lifetime. For a lifetime. So so I mean, it's a it, it's crazy how like you know little things like that, just little words of advice, yeah. words of wisdom, you know, can actually you know you can actually input that into to not only myself but others, and you know. It's it's just it's that small impact that can that can be that can affect their future and create a big impact throughout their life. Absolutely, so I'm very I'm very thankful for all that. Yeah, that's dope. All right, so the next fight is November fourth. Mm-hmm. This is the comeback fight. Yeah, this is the comeback, the comeback fight. fight. And so, yeah. and you said this is either this is going to determine a lot. This either says. You know, we 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 out of here. We going. We doing this. We heading yeah. for a title. Or, mm-hmm. all right. You know, the, the time has yeah. passed. We gonna we gonna just let yeah. that go. Uh-huh. Now, you know, a lot of fighters, you know, say say that. You know what I mean? But then they get in there, that adrenaline gets pumping. They start getting that feel yeah. again. And even if they do learn, and they don't win, yeah. they might be like. I don't know. I felt pretty good in there, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I felt like I might have. You yeah. know, he caught me, but you know. Yeah. So, so how how hard are you on yourself with that decision? Are you really just leaving it open, letting God lead you? I'm whatever God has plans for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know he he's gonna lead the way. Um, I prayed every day for this. I, I didn't think I was ever gonna come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I had some in me. You know, coming actually helping. My my guys that actually have fights coming up. Arturo Burgos has a fight coming up, um, as well. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Silva has a fight. They, uh, there's a there's a few in our gym that have have fights coming up, and and I was just over there helping them. And they're like, man, why why aren't you fighting still? You know, and I take it as a compliment. They're like, you just your movement, you you're still there. It just the mu- the muscle memory never left yeah, you. The, yeah, you know, and. Uh, all honesty, like I pick up from every single fighter from Pacquiao, Mayweather, um, Triple G, Canelo, like the, the like you you pick up simple traits from all those fighters. Like people would hate on Mayweather because he would just pretty much dance around the ring. I'm like, your job in that ring is to hit and not get hit. You can't right. you can't get mad at a fighter for choosing his career. Right. You know, that's his career at the end of the day. Right. And you can't play you can't play boxing. People people die in this brutal sport. Yeah. You, know, you can you can go through a lot of health issues, in, including Absolutely. including death. And I I felt like I said there was there was days where I couldn't even get out of bed because uh-huh. of these brutal wars in that ring. And um, it, it's a lonely sport. There, there are times where like yeah, when you come up short, you know it's natural. Like I've I've went through my shares of depression, my shares of anxiety, you know, my shares of like damn, like why like. Um, and then you rethink it. You're like, man, if I just do that one punch, man, if I just did this, you like everything just starts slowing down, and you're like, but you didn't do it, you know? Yeah. And, and you're here now, so be thankful that you're still alive. You, you live to fight another day. Yeah, absolutely. You know? so, so I mean, absolutely. it's a, um, you know, I don't wish nothing bad upon any opponent that I have. I'm not gonna take them into. I'm not gonna take. Um, I'm not gonna treat them any. Even though everybody says, "Oh, you're better than him," or "You're a better fighter than him," you can't. You got to take into consideration. He's he's on that stage with you for a reason. 
Yeah. You know, um, you can't, there's advantages he has that, that you don't have. You yeah. know, and, and, you know, like I've, I've fought many fighters and, and I've taken a lot of them for granted to where I ended up getting my butt whooped. I mean, I, some of them I got, you know, I came up victorious, but then I'm like, damn, you know what? There's a lot of things I could have done better. I shouldn't have taken that round off. Like there, there are times where you'll see some fighters that slow down in the mid rounds and they'll pick oh. it back up or they'll, yeah, you know, yeah. just trying to fill it out. It's, it's all up to the fighter, how they want to do things. Um, and, you know, studying your opponent or you're watching film on your opponent. Um, but, you know, like, being a fighter, it's it's a full-time job, you know. And yeah. me working at Home Depot, like, sometimes people see me shadow boxing and doing stupid crap. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's, just, it's, it's natural. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm literally move, uh, moving all the time. I'm li- literally running around and, and trying to be the best version of me each and every single day, you know, starting yeah. with my mental health. Um, you know, a lot of people like I, when I get into the gym every morning, three thirty in the morning, right? Um, I get like my fellow teammates or or whatever with a long face, and they're like, "Why are you so happy?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, it's not that it's not that I'm happy. Like, I'm I'm thankful. I'm, thankful. I'm in peace. I'm in peace. Like, yeah. he's he's like, why we got to do this? We got to do that. I was like, look what you're saying right now." Church, just change that word got to get just real quick yeah. because guess what you get to wake up in the morning you get to get you get to be in this gym you get to work out for your health that you, know, you don't gotta be here because yeah. we get to open our eyes we get to yeah. breathe this air i mean it's not the best air in the world but we, <laughs> we, we yeah, yeah we get to do things a lot of people don't have that guess what like i lost um, I lost my best friend, my, my daughter's uh, godfather, about almost a month and a half ago. You know, oh. he was there for my, he actually, he was probably a closer role model to my daughter than I was because I was deploying a lot. Um, I lost him about, it's going to be about two months now. Um, oh, it's still, it still hasn't, yeah, it still hasn't affected me, but we grew together. Um, we were both managers at Burger King when we were kids. Like, we were like the youngest managers. Um, and we thought that was a that was pretty dope obviously it's not a career but I ended up going into the army you know to change my life and he was all like you know the real ones they still stick around through and through always always and um you know what the last conversation like he's always supported me in every single one of my fights was a big fan of the fight like I was honestly I wasn't even in a fighting when I was younger um I never watched the UFC he was always into the UFC and and in boxing and i was just i did it but it was a love-hate relationship i was that lazy kid that just wanted to play like not play video games but just do my own thing and and not and just chill and just have a good time yeah but then you know what i was always in the gym you know by force (laughs) um and you know what eventually I, i i started finding the love of the sport and then it, it became, it just became a part of me, you know, and it's always going to be a part of me. And, yeah. um, you know, now my kids love to do it. And like, like I said, if this fight will, will, um, it can determine the outcome of what I do next, you know? And, and honestly, like, I think I feel like if I choose, if I choose to walk away from this now, like I can support uh, two of my kids that are really into boxing as much as I don't want them to do this sport because I felt the brutality, and honestly, I now I can see why my mom didn't want to see me fight. 
Yeah. Um, you just you don't want them hurt in that ring. But then again, you just have to give them that full support 100%. And yeah. you know what? To be honest with you, I feel like they're going to probably be a weight boxer or fighter than I ever was. Wow. Um, just just the passion that they have for it, the growth, the, the you know, they're they're asking questions like they're an, they're an experienced fighter in there. And um, wow. I remember, uh, I think um, Tracy, my oldest, I remember he was giving his mom attitude. So I took his N- Nintendo Switch away. And I put him in the ring. There was a, a competition back in our gym. They had like a, a nonprofit competition to oh. make money for, for the kids to travel for, for boxing and other competition. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put him in with the biggest kid in the gym. That way he can humble it. And man, he ended up whooping that kid's ass. And I was like, I was like, man, that didn't teach him anything. But. <laughs> At the same time, it, it, was, it, was, a, yeah, it, it, it was a it was a proud father moment because you right. see the crowd into the oh, that little kid is sharp like yeah his footwork he was just he was in and out like he was it's actually like, oh he was dan- like he looked like he was floating in there like it was just natural like and and he would even tease the guy he he put his gloves down and he would just stick his tongue out <laughs> of him. I was like I'm like you know what I'm like. That's the thing I'm have to get on him about later on because yeah. not you should be respecting every single opponent because he could throw he could have just thrown a punch and got right. lucky, right? And um, hard to tell that nowadays though because you got your you got your McGregor's you got your Nate Diaz's you got your people oh, yeah. that that have that persona and so kid and you know kids are like I ain't never seen they them get knocked out from it so yeah so I'm gonna do it I'm gonna try <laughs> it you know so it's a uh, it's it's good though. He's a he's a good sport. He's a he's actually playing football now, and um, he's actually doing all of it. He's doing football, water polo, oh, wow. man. Just like I'm his dad. Like, Just like his dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's he has my full support. If you know, I didn't get to go to. I mean, I have my associate's degree in criminal justice, but um, I I did that through the military, and you know, whatever whatever career path he chooses to pursue, you know, I'm all for it. Um, along yeah. with along with my daughters, you know, my daughters are are like, you know, they're, you know, they hold the key to my heart, and every single day, you know, they're my uh, second, my Aaliyah is the second oldest, you know, she's she's the type she'll put everybody in check. She's the one. She yeah. she's that one. She's she's the more mature one out of the oldest and all the youngest. She, and then she you got these leadership qualities. Oh yeah, she does. She's she yeah, she's yeah. she bossy. She's bossy. Like she will be like, "Hey, you guys need to clean up your mess. You need to do this." And she'll she'll be up she'll be up at that at that stove cooking, you know, dinner. Wow. So and um, yeah, she learned that from grandma. She learned that from me because I can't cook with shit. But you know, it's um. Hey, grandma's it's, a good person to learn how to cook from. Oh yeah, because when I come <laughs> home, I'm exhausted. Oh, she she does like. I was like, what is this? And she's like, well, grandma taught me how to cook. I just started YouTubing stuff. And I'm like, damn, mm. I'm like, all right. I'm right, cool. So she's she's actually, she's That's almost right. like a, she's, all, she's almost like a mother figure to, wow. to, to my kids, our, you know, her siblings. Yeah. And um, I'm truly thankful for that. I'm like, damn, like, you guys are growing up so fast. And my youngest, my four-year-old now, he's going to school. And I've never got to be there the first day for any of them. Mm. I, I missed when I during my military career. I missed three three of their births. Um, the 
Aaliyah, Elizabeth, and Junior. So the youngest one I missed. So it was it was Tracy and Mateo I was here for. Oh. But it was just but I never got to go to the I, I missed their first day of school too. You know, and, and, and timing is everything and, and I feel horrible for that. Yeah. Finally I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna miss my youngest. Like I want I want that experience. Man, like my kid's mom was like, Why are you crying? I was like, How how can you see me? I'm wearing sunglasses. I'm like, I'm like, this is crazy because I'm like, yeah. he's, you know, he's grown so old. And, and yeah, I get, I got emotional. You know, I ain't afraid right. to hide that. As I'm, you like, should. I'm like, damn, I don't have a, I was like, I wish I could still change his diapers no matter how much I, you know, cried about it. Right. You know, but now, you know, he's, he's a, a little older. He's, you know, he has that, he, he's the, he's the instigator. I'll tell yeah. you that. He's, he's the one that tells people, Hey, go do this, and it's usually never the right thing. <laughs> so, I remember I had my kids. So my dad brings these big old Foster Farms, um, the 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 boneless wings uh-huh. that he gets from work. Yeah, and uh, you know, my my eight year old Mateo, he every kid asks for like a Nintendo Switch or whatever the case may be, right? This kid asks for an air fryer. <laughs> I'm I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like. This dude keeps his air fryer in his room that on top of his, his mini refrigerator. He will never leave that room. Oh, wow. But he has his whole setup. Like, and he, for, was it two Christmases ago? After we bought his Xbox, he, he got a, he wanted a full, uh, a full, a full sound bar. And I'm Whoa. like, I'm like, kid, like, and he, he has a nice set. He has, a, yeah, he has a nice setup in there too. And I'm like, and then, you know, I thought he was gonna ask for a bougie bed. All he wanted was a futon. He's like, I'm, I'm hard. I'm just gonna sit down on it anyways. <laughs> so, so I just got him a futon. But you know, him and his brother, they're like, like, they're like, hey, he's, you know, he's a gamer. He's doing this and that. So, yeah. But he, Mateo's the nerd of the family. He, like I say, he's a smart one and a yeah. smart ass. But <laughs> you know, he's a. Uh, it's crazy. He he asked for air fryer so he get, uh, grandpa like I guess every month like they get like free bags of uh wings and chicken and all that stuff so uh, he wanted he wanted an air fryer and that boy that boy will never leave his room when that's in there i'll tell you that his his fridge what i gotta do is i gotta take away all the soda that's in his refrigerator you know he's he's stocking that up and i, I try to try to get them to drink gatorade that's why i'm drinking this little one right but i'm like i'm he's he's something else he has like a full kitchen in there i i wouldn't doubt if he has a george Foreman grill underneath his bed <laughs> you know so Young Mateo, young yeah. Mateo doing doing he doing his own thing. You know, my sister she in there cooking. You know, in, yeah. in the main kitchen with grandma taught her. I'm gonna be in here with the air fryer. You gotta love that, dude. Yeah. You, it sounds like you have a a very incredible family. You know, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of love and unity and and all of that. And I I understand that that feeling of you know crying. You know, you see your kids, dude. There's there's been times I've been at work. At night, yeah. running cables, and next thing you know, I'm thinking about the kids, or I'm having this memory of like this thing that they used to do, and they want to hear this song, and how we used to all sing the song, and yeah. realize that like, you know, they they're not there anymore. You know, it might only been three years ago, yeah. but it's like it's it, that part is over. Then you start kind of like thinking about how my, how they're gonna continue to get older, how they're gonna move out. Next thing you know, yeah. I'm pulling wires like, oh man, oh man. So I, I get yeah. it, bro. 
I get it. Our, you know, kids are, yeah. you know, so important. And, and it's like, if unless you have children, you can't connect with that emotion. You'll, you'll never be able to completely yeah. understand why your parents said what they said to you, why they, yeah. you know, chastise you for what they chastise you about. Like when you have kids, it's like full circle. It's like, got yeah. it. Cause now I'm able to, yeah. to, to exemplify that kind of love and care that, that yeah. only a parent can do. So. Yeah. Of course it's, it's it's a wonderful feeling being a parent. At times, it is stressful. You do have your struggles, you know, and and they will they will push your buttons. Yeah, Believe yeah. that they'll push your yeah. buttons. But but you know what? It's a it's a true blessing. Like I'm I'm truly blessed with every opportunity. You know, God's putting in front of me, whether it's my family, whether it's my kids, whether it's uh you know meeting good people like you, whether it's just the new girl that I'm I'm talking to and. Hopefully that that goes down. Yeah, the road. We like new girl. We like new girls. She posting the Bibles. You know, she. I like her. Yeah. I like her. I see. She's beautiful in every aspect. Lovely, um, lovely. You know, so it's it's a uh, she's a true blessing. Like I said, whether it, if if it goes further down the road, whether it works out, you know, like, um, you know, I felt like I've kind of overwhelmed her a little bit because obviously she already knows what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just I want a family. You know, I want. You know, I want a partner that that will be loyal to me, that will love yeah. me, and, and that's all I need. Like, like, like they say, like, like in a game of chess, every king needs his queen. You know, and and it's 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 all true. Like, it's you know, and you know, it's a uh, she she's a uh, she's good to me so far. You know, like um, I like to surprise her a little bit. I got her a, a big bouquet of roses the other day after, um, so I've been uh, there's a, there's a new app called Price Picks. I don't know if you heard. Uh -uh. But it's like uh, it's like it's a parlay bet. Oh, but, okay. You know, I don't I don't bet I don't bet too big on there. Yeah. But when I bet, I, I just I just place a little bet, and if I invest in it, I invest. If I lose it, all right, cool. Well, yeah. I'm not gonna put any more money into it. And I woke up. I played with fifty bucks that I had in there, and I woke up with twelve hundred fifty dollars. I'm like, oh shoot, you know. <laughs> so I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? All I did was guess. You know, I don't really watch right. baseball like that. Like, I'll watch the, I'll watch the Dodgers, but wow. And um, and I just, you know, you just pick if they're gonna go either more or less. Yeah. And you know what? I'm like, you know what? I was like, I was like, you know, it's is it's the man up above. You know, he hurt. He he hurt. I was like, I was like, you know what? Right. But I mean, I, I know you're not supposed to be betting, but you know, <laughs> in life we always gamble all the time. Yeah. You know, we we take a gamble. So well, I'm. You know, it's a. I'm uh, I'm gonna hope all the best for you and 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 new girl. You know, you know, you know, yeah. you know how these girls are. You know, slow it down a little bit for her. be intentional. Oh, yeah. But you know, you gotta slow cook it. You know what I'm saying, yeah. you gotta let yeah. that rule build, let oh, yeah. the flavor build on it. Um, yeah. So so man, you've lived. You know, clearly a a, a life as a fighter, uh, a life of leadership, uh, a life of loyalty. And, you know, yeah. even more so, especially nowadays, a life of gratitude. And, uh, man, I really appreciate you being on the, sto on the show. I'm, I'm wishing you incredible luck and blessings and, and strength and yeah. endurance for your fight. November 4th, I know, I know it's going to be a good one. I know you're ready for it and you're going to continue to get, you know, e even more prepared as we get closer. Um, I do want you to come back. I don't know. I would love you to come back before the fight, you know, and talk about yeah. what it's like being a fighter because you're in the middle of it. 
You know, and not only oh, are you yeah. in the middle of it, but you're in the middle of it from, like you said, your resurgence. So it's like, yeah. man, I'm in the middle of the weight cut. I'm in the middle of it. Like, I would yeah. love that uh, if you could come back, you know, maybe a week or two before we get to the fight and we do our fight episode. I think that would be a, I think that'd be really cool. You know what I mean? If, if you have it in. Oh, no doubt. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, I'll probably use my uh, iPad this time, and, and then uh, we'll we'll probably be at the MGM Grand in Vegas when I call Hello. you, and uh, you know it'll it'll Fight be a, 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 a better scenery than my my dirty <laughs> over here. We'll but, be at the fight you know, capital. Like, I like it. Yeah, I like it. So it's gonna it's gonna be fun, and, and hopefully, you know what? Well, when that day comes, you know, there's uh, there'll be probably some good people surrounding me that that you probably would you know want to hear from them of of what I, I carry and what purpose I was here for. Yeah, that'd be um, done. But, but I'm hoping, Jesus Christ, but, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to, to eventually, you know, be, be world champ one day. And, and that, that's the goal. You know, it's, that's, that's mainly the goal. I like so, it. I mean, if, if I can, if I can be world champ, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a fun, it's, it's going to be something that I, I can talk Absolutely. about, you know, um, it's a legacy that I can, that my children can live yeah. on. And um, hopefully they could tell their children's children, you know, that, that I made it. That great, great grandpa was a world champ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely. All right, yeah, my so. God. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate you. Um, this is how we send off. I will say pod is good. You say all the time. I'll say all the time. And you say pod is good. You got me? All right. All right. I got you. Pod is good. <laughs> All the time. And all the time. Part My guy, Christian, I appreciate you, bro. Take care of yourself. Get ready for that fight. We'll talk real soon. All right. Sounds good. Hey, I'd like to see you again, yes, man. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. All right. Thank you. All right. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen, episode 41 of the Pod is Good podcast. My guy, Christian. Come on. Come on. Do, do, I, do I be disappointing? Just let me know. Put it in the comments. Do I be gassing the show and then not coming through? Or do I really be on point? If I tell you, you will be inspired. You will be motivated. If I tell you, it will be heartfelt. If I tell you those things, by the time we are here at the end of the show and the guest leaves the studio, do you feel like we have succeeded? I hope that you do. I hope that you do because I, I, we are going to continue to do exactly that. If you enjoy the content, please Follow, subscribe, like, share, comment, whatever you want to do. Do them all if you want. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you. Do them all. It don't cost you much, but it means so much to us. I am your guy, Cashmere, California. This is the Pod is Good podcast. You can listen to this uh, episode very soon. If not already, depending on when you're watching this, you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. You can rewatch this again on YouTube. Go to Cashmere California's uh, page and I'm right there. Facebook, you know, podcast, uh, Pod is Good podcast on Facebook. However you want to watch it, we here. We got more shows coming for you. That's it. I'm talking too much. I'm out of here. <laughs>